Life is like a series of patterns consist of routines, habits, rhythms, emotions, and decisions. All these ebbs and flows in and about a shape of a waveform. It is consistently inconsistent, sometimes random. Though we can anticipate its measure and make our own calculation, just like life, it will be unpredictable if we don't know where we're going. Here at Patterns of Life podcast, every conversation attempts to explore our human nature through honest conversation. From the simple details of the mundane life to discovering the depth of your why, hoping that this will help us figure out what doesn't work and what does work for you. How are you doing? How was your day? Good, good. I um, had a late night last night. Yeah. Um, just catching up with my wife and talking about um, 2019 and and uh, yeah. And then today just jumped into a training session and with a coach and and yeah. uh, it's been super. Yeah, it's been a really good day. Yeah. Um, I think this um, despite my lack of sleep. Um, it's been a good, a really good day and productive and just dreaming and thinking and praying and processing. And what time do you usually sleep? Um, so my old label was, I was a night, creative night, night owl. Your old label. This new label that <laughs> yeah, I'm placing on myself. It's like an album. Yeah. It's my, it's, it's, it, they're all labels. Like you start, yep, to, you start to become what you label yourself. And, uh-huh. and so as of September 10th, that's a whole story for another day, but yeah. I um, I started waking up at at around five. Yeah, actually September tenth, I woke up at four, and then it, gradually it just became more around five five thirty. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but my goal is to wake up at five uh, from here on out. I'm actually uh-huh. going to make it a goal. I was just just doing it just because I knew it would be better for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so go to sleep around nine thirty. Ten pushing is pushing it. 10 yeah. yeah yeah except last night i was up really late that so. is that is true because for me I, i'm trying to do six and i think 11 is pushing it because like are you more of like uh six seven or less than i that? think six seven for me personally but but like there's a lot of things that play into it like if 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 i didn't if i didn't eat healthy food the night before i'm more tired while i'm sleeping so i feel like i need to sleep in more ah, i see if if i'm being watchful what i'm eating yeah uh, my body's processing everything it's easier for me to wake up even at six hours so yeah. it just kind of all like everything plays into it for yeah. me personally that's just how my body functions i don't, I don't know if that's how it is for everybody but yeah yeah so and you um, do keto you still do keto no no i oh i have to do that i um i was doing it as part of like a fast but it wasn't fully blown keto it was just i was just having like a keto protein broth or something like yeah. that and um, you've always observed observe a certain diet, though. I've tried. I'm always trying to figure figure myself out. I've done some like uh, some really good, you know, sh- uh, shake diets and stuff, yeah. and and that's yeah. been very helpful. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at what I eat because I find that what I eat actually determines how productive I am, I am going to be mm. that day. And yeah. so I'm, I'm actually personally trying to 
do more what's called intermittent fasting. Ooh, yeah, I've, I've done that before. Yeah. It's really good for you. And then you work out, what do you do when you work out when you wake up in the morning or is it like towards the evening that you work out? So again, this is all new stuff. This is like a new side of Leo. This is not how I normally used to do life, yeah. but um, ever since September 10th, I what I do um, is I just wake up and I, and I spend time reading the Bible. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's easier for me to do it then because it's the first thing in the morning. Helps me clear my head. The kids are asleep. Kids are sleeping. Yeah. I have yeah. four kids. Yeah. Um, they're all from the age of ten down to three years old. Yeah. And and uh, around six thirty, everybody's awake at home, and it's hard to really focus. So yeah, yeah. So I, I wake up, read the Bible for about forty-five minutes. I'm reading the Bible in a year. This is going to be the second year. Yeah. And then what I do after that is I do a little workout in the house and you're in a fasted state so you're not you're yeah. already in a fasted I'm state still, by this yeah, time, yeah i'm still fasting um yeah. I, I do have a homemade makeshift bulletproof coffee so nice. i'm having like a little coffee and i don't even have that much it's more for like yeah for the mixture of the of the grass-fed butter and the in the coconut oil nice. and uh yeah so i'll do that and that's what gets me through you know all the way to like noon i eat lunch at noon but but yeah, then that's what I do. I work, yeah. get quick workout, and then I go for a run. I run about two miles, yeah, um, almost every day, and then come back that's and good. just start plugging away at the day. What time yeah. does the kids wake up? Around six thirty, seven. Yeah, around that time. And and by that time, like, are they kind of rowdy or probably not? No, they're just waking up, and so, so they're still really groggy, cool. so they're not bothering you. <laughs> so you can they, still do what you. Well, yes and no. Like, yeah. I still have to lead them and guide them in the past if i was just kind of like not being watchful of how long i was sleeping yeah. they would wake up and they kind of end up doing randomness yeah we, we homeschool our kids so yeah they kind of know what to do but but That's i find cool. that it's better for me to already be awake and yeah and not just awake like from sleep but literally awaken my spirit and in yeah. tune with what's happening That's so true. i'm able to lead them yeah uh, with patience and kindness and love and walk yeah. them through the day and they can be a little cranky when they wake up right yeah. so i'm able to direct them and and that's good and, you know, and then i'll read the bible to them as well and then we start our day yeah you know just like that and it's, it's yeah. been again this is all new stuff ever since september 10th and we're yeah. you know we're, we're at the first first month of 2019 so this yeah is pretty fresh stuff for me yeah and then you wait did you say like at nine you start working i would say mm -hmm. yeah because I'll, I'll spend some time with with the kids um yeah. i'll sit down for breakfast and hang out with them and and continue yeah. to lead them and encourage them for the day and and uh and then we'll have breakfast yeah i just sit there lately because i'm mean, doing intermittent fasting but yeah. but it, I'm able to lead the conversation. So yeah, I would say around awesome. eight thirty or nine is when when I start my day fully, which is like completely against some of the stuff that's out there because they some of the stuff out there, you know, if you want to be productive, it says you know just jump right into work as soon as possible, yeah. you know, like yeah. And because the most productive time of your day is like they say from you know if you're an early riser from like five to to like noon is like some of the most productive yeah. times. Yeah. And I and I think that's really that actually is true. I think a lot faster and, and quicker and I'm really focused, but yeah. I'm prioritizing intentionally my children and training them and teaching them and you're reading. And then yeah. I'm reading and I'm yeah, so I'm definitely. making that the product I'm using my productive time to yeah. 
teach my kids to raise them well because that's good. I was never taught that, and I yeah. think that's that's the long long the legacy that I will leave behind. And that's good. Work comes and goes, and things come and go, and yeah. my children. The time with family, reading of the word, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. This is really good for you overall. I think that's 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 what's great. I'm trying to do that too. I'm trying to start from six, and then I start work at eight, and then on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I work half a day, so eight to from eight to twelve, uh-huh. and then on Tuesdays I can edit the whole day, or I can just, you know, um, either I do a gig. So that's what cool. I do. But yeah, um, so wait, so when you start working, and I know you're doing a lot of social media, so how does that pan out? Like especially me, like first thing in the morning, social media. Yeah, that's, that's so that hard. was yeah. like my biggest. Well, I'll start with this. Um, Maybe we'll get into this in a little bit, but yeah. my I over I oversee a nonprofit that's geared towards sharing the gospel on social media yeah. and yeah and uh, because it's a, the nature of the beast is to be on social media. I got sucked into it for for a couple years, not not realizing. Oh, yeah. I thought I was just you know hey, I'm just working. I'm just taking care of you know the people um, yeah that are following and and so I used to be the guy that. Yeah, first thing I do is jump in social media, check, respond, like, comment, reply, yeah. all that, you know, try to keep engagement going. But it really started damaging, like, mm. my life. And I had to take reins and take control of how I was spending my time. So yeah, um, I started to put my phone on airplane mode at, at 9 o'clock. Um, in the morning? In the, no, at night. Oh, at night. Okay. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Um, right before, I would do it during dinner. Okay. And then do it all the way through until I went to sleep, and then um, I would put it on air or I'd turn off the airplane mode in case anybody texted that was yeah. needed to respond. Yeah, right. You know, and then and then I would turn it back on airplane mm-hmm. mode, and and it just it, it gave me the space to detach from from the from the distractions. Definitely. And then I wouldn't turn on the airplane mode or the next day until until nine o'clock until yeah. I've already taken care of my kids and all that. Yeah. And once I've got into a rhythm after a few months. So now I'm able to just like not look at social media and my phone, even if it's on, on if the airplane mode is That's not good. on. Yeah. So, yeah. So I try not to at all jump in on social media because I it just sucks you in and yeah. And uh, I don't I I want to be really wise and careful how I'm spending my time. Yeah. Have you ha- uh you used a there's a feature called downtime in your iPhone. Use that. I actually haven't used it because I started taking control of of it yeah. right when I think it was around this time that the the app came out. I'm not sure what it is. I've never even researched it, but yeah, because I've always already taken the steps on my own. I I don't you know, feel like the need. Whatever, yeah. yeah, I don't, don't feel the need to, need to use it right now. I mean, I I had it on, and sometimes I override it because you can. So when you when you had it on, you can choose whether you want to request another 15 minutes. 30 oh. minutes an hour yeah. and I always over, override it like no but I, now I have reasons to not use it all the time yeah. and I've been really good at it so far just like social media just how tough it was and how hard it was to just keep at it especially for you that's what you do for sync culture you're doing a lot of that kind of stuff so so, so how is it doing so far with uh, sync culture yeah so um it's been good. It's been a, a, a learning process from my background is ministry and pastoral life. And yeah. 
and going from from that platform to running your own nonprofit organization yeah um, how that's going it's been an, uh, a learning curve I'm really good at executing uh, the, the the cause and the purpose behind it yeah but the business side of it is something I'm having to learn uh, and and that's that's where I'm at right now mm. we're three three years into it and it's easy for me to make things happen but the business side is like an ongoing learning curve yeah you know because yeah. I, I just wasn't trained that way yeah. but we're human and we're, we're all made in God's image and yeah. we can all figure it out you yeah know, we can figure it out and make things happen and learn it and that's where I'm at right now in season of rethinking business and yeah how to keep this cause going and unfortunately it requires you have a business mindset yeah I say unfortunate because I'd rather focus on just doing the work yeah of the ministry <laughs> and it's not easy to get around just learning how to do the business aspect of it because even when I started my own brand I still don't know how to do it like I'm you know I wasn't born with an entrepreneurial mindset or it, it's like my family is not my dad's business-minded but I am not bent to like just know what to do yeah. so everything you have to figure out on your own and I know with you like you always have to figure stuff out on your own yeah which is a good thing you know like your self-thought but yeah. ultimately like it's not all the information's out there but sometimes you don't know what the real information is gonna help you right you know and so you need somebody to help you tell you what to do kind of like what you mentioned like you're doing coaching stuff and so like like hopefully that's helping you to grow your business. Yeah, and yeah. and just to encourage anybody who's listening, if I could, if I can give you any any counsel or wisdom on on if you're trying to start something, whether it's a company, uh, nonprofits, or even a church or something, like there is way more that you learn from somebody who's already done it. Yeah, and if, I agree. You, and if you can humble yourself to go and ask questions and learn from the people who've already made all the mistakes, yeah, you're gonna save yourself a lot of like heartaches and and uh, time and headaches and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's like yeah, mentorship. Yeah. Definitely, always look for mentorship. mentorship. Yeah. Sometimes a mentorship is only like a you know for one month. You know, you just yeah. meet with somebody who's really skilled at something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I personally learn a lot faster than like that than just watching watching a video and yeah uh, or reading, especially reading. Yeah. I just I, I'm a visual visual person, visual learner. Visual yeah. learner. So everyone's different, you know. And and yeah, I think uh, there's there's some good application when being able to sit with somebody and tell you and walk you through the process rather than like you're just trying to guess. Yeah, you know, because it is difficult to just kind of like see the video and then you play it back and then you, you know you're like you're out. and then you suddenly like space style like where am i yeah <laughs> in the video it's just and it, it's time consuming because then you know at least with somebody who already knows it you can ask questions yeah and they have answers yeah rather than you trying to find it on google and whatnot i mean i spend five hours eight hours just learning my stuff you know with filmmaking and all that yeah and it, it's time consuming yeah it is so yeah. so how far have you gone in kind of a like exploring or learning about the business aspect of it like who's helping you right now and and how is that benefiting sync culture yeah and i know like you kind of started this recently or have you kind of figured that out like for how long 
No, I'm always trying to try to figure things out and learn from different sources. But um, recently, I'm talking to a coach, and I'm just getting started with the process, so I can't like fully get into details. But but it's people that um, teach other people how to strategize and mm. and how to you know set sh- short term and long term goals and how to yeah. and how to uh, set realistic goals as well. Yeah. And so um, that is already helping me. It's really interesting that once you you put your mind to to wanting to learn something, once you really like say, you know what, I'm going to learn this, like your brain starts to go and, and, yeah. and it's easier for you to learn. Yeah. Kind of like school, right? When you're like in math class, I don't know, I hated math. That's just me. But Same here. <laughs> so it's like when you're in school, you're in math and you're just like, I don't really like math. I don't care. And you don't really learn much because you're already, your heart's already not in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, and that's just, an, and I see it even more as a homeschooling parent Yeah. in my kids when uh-huh. their heart's not in it, it becomes a behavioral thing. And I have to work with them and say, like, Hey, yeah. you know, you got to change your attitude because if you don't, not only are you going to get consequences, but you're not going to be able to learn and you're, you're not going to be able to retain the information because your heart's not in it so just clear your head and just ask god to help you to refocus yeah and and uh and it's just like that with anything that we we want to learn and yeah and uh, i think if if anything if i could talk about coaching or training like it really boils down to do you really want to learn that's true. how to tackle this idea yeah this business this uh brand if yeah. you really want to learn if it's if you're past the the fantasy stage of launching something and you're like yeah. well that didn't work you have an option there yeah did you really do it because you wanted to or was it just a fantasy thought that you yeah tried to set into motion and and it's not working because yeah. and, and the hard part is it, the only reason why it doesn't work is because of ourselves we need mm-hmm. to we need to really know why we're doing it mm-hmm. And the purpose behind it and that's what's going to drive mm. us to want to learn something that's really good to make it happen otherwise it's, yeah it's just like that that child in like math a class project. who doesn't want to yeah. learn you know yeah. I mean, everyone's serious about something to some degree, but when you when you try to find resources, when you try to find the right people to help you, I think there's there's goodness to having an accountability and people that were willing to help you, yeah. grow you, teach you how to do certain things. Because one way or another, somebody out there already knows, like we we're saying, already knows how, how to do certain things. You know, especially with business. Yeah, uh, there's so many businesses out there, from food industry to like media, and for you, it's considered nonprofit, um, social media, but you've already been doing it for like three years? 
Yeah, so it's, it's going to be four years in four years. A, in April. Wow. I'm sorry, not April. Um, July it'll be four years since nice. we launched Scene Culture, and April yeah. will be three years since I've been doing it full time. Yeah, and you've been since you've been doing it for four years. Like, I mean, you just now realized that man, I need I needed to really structure it in a more business oriented way. Yeah, you know, and um, I guess how has that been for you so far? Um, I can attribute it to just not being trained properly by... And it's grew to like 35, 35,000? Yeah, so we have 35,000 followers on Instagram yeah. and, and then I think around 3,500 yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but but like the, the, the not really jumping into learning the, the business side of it right away is I can attribute that to just like not being uh, how do you say this somewhere along the lines I was I learned from other people that ministry and doing the work of the Lord mm -hmm. it, it should not be thought of as a business mm. and 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 I agree to some extent but I'm realizing like there's just if this is going to be my full-time job, which it is, there, there, I have to think of it as, as a, a business. as a business because yeah. if it's it's there's legal matters that go into it. Yeah, that, you know? that's true. So I think my my personal struggle was trying to stay quote unquote faithful to just it being a ministry that's not necessarily tied into a business model, which became my worst enemy yeah. and now i'm like oh i should have done that from the beginning yeah i yeah. should have approached it that way and and it was just i i didn't know i i genuinely thought it was i was doing something wrong by kind of going that approach but it just it has to if i'm going to feed my kids and if we're going to change the world mm -hmm. money has to be involved if we have big vision we have big dreams that that are going to require tons of cash to yeah. to to happen yeah and uh and I need to, yeah, I need to, I need to rethink my whole business yeah. uh, mindset and process. Yeah. And, and like you're saying, like business in business and you are nonprofit and it's still under the umbrella of business. Yeah. You do need to make some sort of money and uh, resources to be able to do it more. Yes. And, you know, and, and part of really making money is that they're, it's, it's, it's part of the business aspect. It's you part know. of the business, but when yeah. you bring it down, since we're talking about ministry, yeah. um, it is part of moving the, or pushing the vision forward. And yeah. it comes from the Lord, but yeah. but we have to do the work. We have, we're stewards yeah. over it. That's true. And then he blesses the efforts. Yeah. Um, but it, it requires it requires money to to change the world. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course you can. It's a tool. Yeah. Uh, of course you can change the world by just helping somebody down the street who just, you know, yeah. needs help in whatever, in whatever way. Yeah. And, some, and sometimes Agreed. you don't even need money, you know, you just go and be, have a good conversation with someone and encourage them and there you're, you're changing the world. Right. But, yeah. but when you have, when you have a global size dream, which our, our organization is a global vision, you have to start thinking from a lack of better words corporate perspective because mm -hmm. it's going to eventually become something like that yeah to accomplish what we want to accomplish yeah. and what we want to accomplish 
is we want to reshape culture by the gospel. Yeah. That's our new, yeah. uh, we're rebranding the vision to yeah. that. And yeah. to reshape the culture by the gospel means that we're going to have to impact big uh, areas of influence in society. Yeah. And it's going to require plane uh, plane rides to different parts mm -hmm. of the world to hotels to conferences you know putting on conferences and media stuff media stuff you know yeah. looking for the people that want to be part of this 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 cause yeah and it's, I agree. it's and it's really just rooted in the great commission yeah that's all it is it's yeah the great commission and that's why that's why you'd say that that's the reason why you're doing this that's the reason why you're waking up in the morning that's why you're trying to fix your routines really change the way you you know the way you live your life is because of the great commission totally yeah 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 and and i, I think i made the mistake of getting too in the past too comfortable with my with my uh sonship or mm. or what's the yeah i guess sonship is the the proper word like mm. I'm just too comfortable with knowing you know what my father in heaven mm. loves me so much. He saved me. He sent mm. Jesus down the cross. And, and no matter what I do, God's always going to take care of me. And, mm -hmm. and that's true. But that also kind of, without realizing, put me in a place where, like, I don't really have to make too much effort. I just got to do what I can when I can. And there's there's some truth to that. But, but there's something to be said. You know, um, the scripture and. Uh, I think it's in the Psalms, and David says, uh, "I meditate on your word mm. day and day night, night that I might not sin against you." Yeah, and and so to just be coasting it as a as a son and not having a relationship with your father, there's no relationship, and there's really no no investment. It's true. And I I think uh, in the past I've kind of approached it from that, like, "Oh, I'm saved. I'm good. I'm locked in." you know i i'm just i don't need to do much i'm already saved and yeah 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 and it's like there's truth to that but the, the, again i just repeat myself because maybe somebody needs to hear this is that there also is a requirement for us to do our part mm -hmm. because it keeps us from sin and it keeps us in line with who we really are and if we are children of god then we seek our father and we make that a priority above everything else and out of that success and and everything grows mm -hmm. you know there's this other scripture that comes to mind it says unless the lord builds a house mm -hmm. they labor in vain who build it yeah it is vain to go to sleep late mm -hmm. and wake up early and eat the bread of sorrows yeah something along the lines yeah. of that i'm totally yeah. paraphrasing from memory but yeah but um it's like we could be working and and, and hustling doing all that doing all that it's, it's yeah all in vain because you know it's not rooted to who created us it's know? yeah it's not yeah. it's just all our own our yeah, own yeah, works yeah and so vain. yeah and so when you're when you're having an intentional time I mean, jesus you know you see him he would he would leave to go pray often early in the morning early in the when morning it's still dark yeah early in the morning when it's still dark he would wake yeah. up and he would spend yeah. time with prayers yeah praying and and i think you know if, if there's any christians listening to this i think we can get caught up in that like well i'm, I'm jesus i'm good like i don't yeah, need to yeah, do that yeah. you know i'm saved like it's all good 
yeah. and I don't need to work. And, and so there's a difference between working for the sake of salvation. Mm-hmm. And then there's a difference between working as a way to show that you are saved, which yeah. is like, yeah. show me your faith by your works. It yeah. says in the book of James. Yeah. Would you say that what you're doing now to run this ministry as you founded this ministry, would you say that this is what you love to do for the rest of your life? Yeah, I I quit my job as a pastor. I mean, I won't say quit. I resigned and, and I, it was like a three-month notice that turned into a almost five months. <laughs> and, um, More and a I, transition. You yeah, know. and I resigned yeah. and, and uh, to do this fully and I just live by faith on missionary support and mm. trusting that God provides through people so we can accomplish this great work. And so, yeah, um, I've thought of doing other things and I think I think I may do some other things on the side, but but I for now I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing because the things that I see, the vision that God gives me for it mm-hmm. is pretty 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 strong and 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 it's just it's just why he saved my butt from being in gangs and <laughs> and and th- and being a rave promoter and yeah throwing parties that you know taking people to the desert and dance all night and yeah. Everything that your parents tell you not to do yep. happens, you know. And, yeah. And and so now I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is my this is my calling. And and uh, right now I feel like yes, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. until God changes that. Yeah. Which that I don't that like. path. Yeah. Yeah. And it's now what you're doing is that you're before you were promoting you know concerts and whatnot, bringing like rave parties. Now you're bringing church body together you're bringing people in a church to come together and be built up you know i think a lot of us may not relate to that but in in a in a way everybody needs community and so i think you've always built a strong community online but not just online engagement although those things are good and helps the brand but i think uh we're losing touch with the actual face-to-face communication with people and i think nothing beats that you know because then you get to know the person very well you know, and even getting to see the person face to face and you see their reaction, their laugh, all these things are very important in being able to get to know somebody. And, and you know, I've known you in that space, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I met you at a, a social gathering that's through social media. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's the fun part about it is that um, what you're doing is a, a strong space of social media presence that basically draws a lot of um, of your work to be um fleshed out in the real world yeah and um there is a you know there is kind of like a weight on that there's some big responsibilities and have you always felt like um like you would never achieve it was there a point in your life where i don't think i can do this oh yeah tons of times yeah tons of there's been many times where i'm like man like are you sure you want me to do this still lord because i got it just doesn't make sense that i'm yeah you know that I'm I'm the person to, to do this kind of stuff and yeah. Feels and, I, and and it's like I and you, like we just said earlier like we started from scratch we're learning yeah. as we go it's yeah. not like we went to school for this it's mm-hmm. like we're making it happen day by day and and sometimes you think man Lord like can you just find a professional to do this because I'm not good at this you know but yeah he uses the ones that that doesn't seem to be qualified yeah you know and he makes them the person for that. Exactly, yeah, and that's assignment. and then it's the process because yeah. he's the one that's writing the story. So when you mm. start looking at it from that perspective, where we are God's workmanship, 
yeah. created in Christ Jesus for good works, I believe is what it says. Good and, works in love. And, yeah. and so um, so we got to remember that that sometimes we, we want to see God gives us a vision or we have a great idea. And if it's of the Lord, like, or even if it's not, like, we want to make it happen right away. But it's not really sometimes that easy. It it's, it's not that easy. Like, yeah. It's it's the process, and and ultimately, what I'm, I'm, I'm gathering more and more is that God wants to get the glory. Mm. Like, mm. He's God. We're not. He's the one that we're going to be worshiping for the rest of our lives and eternity. Yeah. And it's not it's not about us. Yeah. And um, He gives us character traits. We're made in the image of God. We're able to create because He creates, and. Um, except we create with everything that he's given us so we're borrowing and we're <laughs> yeah we're not yeah. really creating from scratch it's all mm -hmm. the stuff he created yep. in, in the That's end true. but he gave us the ability to create and so um uh with that in mind um we either create to give ourselves glory and say look what i've done and live that kind of life or we create to give god glory and in in our case it's like it, it's the it's only God that we're making happen what what we're hap what's what is happening with scene culture because uh, we're not we're not professionals and mm. God multiplies our efforts and our mm. resources and it's really good and uh, and it's because He wants to get the glory because He wants to show Himself strong on behalf of those who who love Him yeah and uh, and so He always works it out for the good even the hard situations because he wants the glory. And so the times that I've wanted to give up is basically me saying, I'm God and I can't make this happen. So I'm quitting. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I have to have a heart check and remember yeah. like, wait a minute, I'm not God and I'm mm -hmm. just being obedient. So wake up Leo, you know, and it's, and it's just yeah. one of those moments where you could either fall into depression and discouragement mm. um, or remember you know what? God is doing it through me. I just got to press through and mm -hmm. and trust him. And that's yeah. that's the that's the how I respond to those those yeah. seasons. And I, I feel like I'm finally getting better and to a better place. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It makes me think of um cuz you were saying like all the things that you've been doing now um is kind of like the new version of Leo, you know? Mm -hmm. And and you can kind of see like you're in a better place because you, you're kind of catching it. The Lord is like showing you that this is the way, the process is what is where you learn a lot. It's not the, it's not the quicken, it's not the expedited version of it, you know? Because sometimes we think that we get a vision and it instantaneously it comes out of, you know, in front of us, but yeah. it's the process. He wants to use us in all those processes so that we can be um, a better person. Totally. From, next two years or five years so I, I, I guess this is my question for you um, what would you tell the Leo the old Leo a year or two ago that's good um, I would tell Leo to the old Leo <laughs> to old version to take the scriptures and the teachings of Jesus seriously and to specifically to invest in his relationship with God the Father mm. through spending time with him. Yeah. 
there's two I, there's two reasons why I haven't why I wasn't doing that. One of them I, I know it's because I was never taught that from my own father, and they say that the way your father treated to you is how you view God, mm. and and you have to really work through that to to get to a place where you're viewing God as completely different relationship than the way your father was. Yeah. And so my my dad never, hardly ever spent time with me, so it was hard for me to even grasp the concept of, well, yeah, I got to spend time with God, the father. Like mm. I believed I was saved and everything, but I was just not, I didn't, I wasn't taking the scriptures seriously. So I would say, read the word, take it serious, mm-hmm. be a doer of what the word says. Yeah. And out of that, everything is going to flow yeah. for, for the answers to life is going to flow from there because, yeah. because what, what Leo did for two, three years is is try to make it all happen on his own, and and uh, got into a lot of got himself into a lot of trouble in different yeah. areas of my life from yeah. from like marriage to friendships to mm. all kinds of stuff and yeah and, and it was yeah. because simply because I wasn't investing in my relationship with God yeah which is completely separate from being saved and doing things to be saved it has everything to do with well if you're a child of god do you spend time with your father because if you spend time with your father he leads you and he protects you and he guides you in in ways where you won't have those marriage problems or friendship problems or money problems and so that's what i would tell myself is stop everything that you're doing focus first on this make that a priority and then the bible talks about that it says seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness yeah and, yeah, and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you mm. and i think me taking the bible seriously means i need to do that seek yeah. first the kingdom of god yeah. that's what i would tell myself yeah. which is crazy because i've been a christian for 15 years mm. and i've gone to ministry school been a pastor yeah i've read the bible um different parts of the bible and yeah and uh, but usually it was more for like teaching instead of yeah, yeah, soaking yeah. it in yeah for myself for yourself yeah and that's awesome well thanks for uh thanks for sitting down with me having this conversation it's been really fun um definitely want to sit down with you maybe like five months six months from now see how you're doing and uh yeah cool, cool. thanks for having me man yeah. appreciate it of course desire from this conversation is for me to keep saying, I don't know, but I want to learn and I want to understand. Just like a song, whether I'm familiar to it or not, I will listen to it hoping to get last song syndrome so I get to keep singing it. Would you agree that life is like a song made of notes, lyrics, instruments, and patterns? And because I got to know you more, now I know how to sing about you. That is how I want to champion you. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Looking forward to catch you over a cup of coffee or a slice of pizza. It's on me.